0: Hey, hey, welcome back to Project Freelance. Happy Monday, everybody. I hope you had a great Valentine's Day. I hope you spent it with somebody that you love. And if you didn't, I hope you had a good time with yourself. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Okay, anyway, enough about Valentine's Day. Hope you had a good one. Welcome to Project Freelance. This podcast is all about freelancing and I am your host Kay Anagonio. I am a freelance videographer and photographer. I also am a metal vocalist. I run two podcasts and I also invest as well. This week on the podcast I'm speaking with my friend Zach from the podcast Into the Dark Blue. He's also starting an organization, a nonprofit, which is super cool. We'll talk about all those things uh, but Zach and I met several years ago at our mutual friend's wedding and uh, we became friends, stayed in touch over the years. And recently, well, I guess not recently, it feels like last year flew by, uh, but it also took forever because of COVID. But we were set to go out on this nationwide tour with Into the Dark Blue to bring men together in breweries to share their mental health experiences and to talk about mental health and make it a more common thing that men talk about. And I was going to film content for it and film a documentary about what we were doing, but because of COVID, we were unable to do that tour. So we'll be diving into how Zach pivoted during that time. Uh, he quit his longtime job to dive into, into the dark blue right before COVID. And then obviously COVID happened and he kind of had to figure out what to do from there. So we're going to be talking about the challenges he faced and how he overcame those challenges in this episode. But before we get started, I just want to do a couple housekeeping things. First of all, if you're new to the podcast, please hit the subscribe button. We have new episodes every single Monday with different guests from different industries to share how they built their freelancing careers. The next thing I need to let you know about is that I I would love it if you... Gave me a rating and feedback. If you like this podcast, if you like any of the Project Freelance podcasts, please leave a rating and feedback, especially if you're on Apple Podcasts. It really helps the podcast grow and it helps us reach a broader audience. So thank you for doing that. All you got to do is go to the Project Freelance page on Apple Podcasts, scroll all the way to the bottom and you'll see other people's ratings and feedback. If you do leave a rating and feedback, please take a screenshot of it and send it to me at Project Freelance on either Instagram or Twitter. And I will mail you a signed photography print of a photo that I have taken, whether that's of a a person, a cool location, or an abandoned place that I've explored, I'll get you a signed photo print. I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast that I also invest in things. So if you would like to start investing, I have a link down in the description to Weeble. If you would like to start investing today, you will get four free stocks when you deposit $100 or more into your Weeble account. Go get it. Go get those free stocks. It's free money. Go get it and start investing today. Thank you guys. And if you want to get into cryptocurrency, I've also got a link to Coinbase down in the description if you guys want to start getting into Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin. Uh, there's there's so many cryptos out there. Uh, but if you guys want to get into cryptocurrency, I've got a referral link to Coinbase down in the description and you can get started today. The last thing I need to let you know about is that we have a partner here on the podcast and that is Liquid Death Water. We will actually be talking about them more in this podcast because they are now working with Zach and Into the Dark Blue by providing water to this tour that we are going to be doing. But if you've never heard of Liquid Death Water, don't worry. I've got an ad that I made for you coming in three, two, one. From the streams of the Austrian Alps comes a new kind of water. A water that is sure to raise you from your grave. If you're tired of buying cases of plastic water bottles that contain carcinogens and God knows what else, or if you're trying to lower your waste footprint, Liquid Death comes in beautifully rugged aluminum cans. Murder your thirst with a can of Liquid Death. Check the link in the description and use code just the letter K at checkout for 10% off your order. Liquid death, murder your thirst. All right, so if you guys wanna get a case of water or 10 or 20 cases of water, hit up liquiddeath.com and use code, just the letter K at checkout, or you can hit the referral link down in the description. It will automatically apply that code for you once you click on it and get your water today. All right. Without further ado, Zach, please introduce yourself and what it is you do to the Project Freelance audience.
1: Uh, what's up, everybody? My name is Zach Jewell. I run a nonprofit organization called Into the Dark Blue, and we are a men's mental wellness organization, basically focused on providing space for guys to learn to deal with their emotions and work through the things that they're dealing that they're going through in their lives uh, that we don't really often have the opportunity to do. So.
0: So, what made you want to get into men's mental wellness? Like, what what kind of sparked that for you in the first place? Uh, What gave you the bug for 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 doing that kind of thing?
1: Yeah, so you know, I had a I had a several different instances in my life that kind of led me to this. Um, I was actually a youth minister for eight years, and during my time in youth ministry, I just saw a lot of um, just kids growing up that didn't have very present parents or. Uh, just parents didn't, didn't really know how to give them the tools to, um, thrive into adulthood, you know? Um, and so I had a lot of experiences there with that, but then, uh, I also, one of the big things for me was when I was 30 years old, I actually went through a divorce and that really opened my eyes to how few resources there are for, guys to, or people in general, uh, but especially guys to come out of a difficult situation like that and know how to handle it, right? Um, And so when I had to basically on my own seek out therapy and even recognize that I had to go to therapy to begin with, (laughs) to work through some of the things that I was dealing with after my marriage, um, I realized that there are probably a lot of guys out there dealing with similar things Um, and money was not always an easy thing. So that's part of what took me in the direction of what I'm doing with into the dark blue.
0: So can you talk a little bit more about growing up the, the, the way boys are raised, uh, to, you know, not necessarily show emotion, not to talk about their feelings, that kind of thing and how, how normal that is.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, obviously I can't speak for everybody, but you know, it's, it's kind of a very subtle thing in a lot of instances where it's, it's society, it's the way things are structured, it's the toys that we're given, it's the um, vernacular that we're taught that we need to use, different things like that. And just like this whole idea surrounding stoicism and if you're not hard and cold that you're not a real man kind of thing, you know. Um, and so it's like you kind of grow up thinking that's what, that, that's what people expect you to be. And so it's almost this unspoken thing that isn't actually real. (laughs) Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. And so we go into adulthood thinking that that's how we're supposed to be. That's how we survive as a man in the workplace or in a relationship or whatever the case is. And so we take on that persona um and we just push on we go to work and we when we have problems we don't talk about it we just have a beer and go to bed and wake up the next day and do it all over again right um and just kind of push it down and expect that it it's not there anymore but in reality those things really just build up and they build up and they end up contributing to a lot of the big blowups that men end up having um in in life situations whether it's uh whether it's abuse or uh, physical abuse or substance abuse or suicide or other forms of self-harm things like that um and it's that's that suppression of all of those feelings um that where we think that we're expected to have and um uh, it just leads to really bad things
0: yeah absolutely and so tell me how you went from, you know, getting this divorce to going to seeking out therapy because you realized like that was something you needed to do for you to, to mend or find closure or, you know, whatever it is you needed to do through that to starting this, this organization into the dark blue, starting the podcast, like take me through that process for you.
1: (laughs) Um, Well, you know, it actually started with my first relationship after my marriage um, you know, I struggled obviously, and I, I had to do, go through a lot of like kind of self-searching to reconnect with my, like who I am at my core after, uh, a very long season of essentially trying to be what somebody else wanted me to be, uh, just for the sake of a relationship. And so when I came out of that and started to reconnect with myself, Um, I did a lot of soul searching, I did a lot of traveling and things like that. And it was a very exciting time. Um, But when it came down to it, and I ended up in a relationship for the first time afterward, it, uh, I was very disconnected. And I had a lot of things that I brought with me from that old relationship to, to the new relationship. And I realized that I was putting those things on this new, I was putting my old habits onto my new partner. And It was causing a lot of subtle issues, but they were, you know, could have been much bigger issues. And so I told her at one point, finally, I was like, you know what, I have a lot of things I need to be on, I need to work on. And this is, it's not fair to you for me to work on them while I'm dating you, essentially. Um, so that's when I kind of moved forward and started working on a lot of this, a lot of things that, and, and learning a lot about myself and, uh, some, some healing that I needed. Um, and, uh, and so in the process of that, I had moved from Seattle to back to San Antonio for work and, um, what a very good friend of mine in San Antonio he and I were out riding along our longboards one day and we had stopped to rest and just kind of just, you know, spitballing about podcast ideas. Right. And so it kind of went from a conversation about, okay, well let's just go to random places and make up stories about the strangers that pass by to, Oh wait, maybe we should go to a pub and talk to strangers and interview strangers about what's going on in their lives. And then again to, well, maybe we could actually help people with this. Maybe there's something to this that we could actually like talk about the things that guys don't normally talk about, you know? And so it's it, it evolved from there. And as the podcast took shape, the organization took shape as well. And so um, here I am.
0: <laughs> no, that's awesome. I love that it came from you know just a simple longboarding rest conversation to what what you're doing now and. So take me into the podcast, how the format is, and just tell tell everybody like, kind of what you do and and how that runs, uh, and how often, how frequently you do the podcast.
1: Yeah, sure. So, uh, the whole idea of the podcast is to be basically a pub chat, right? So, just like you would go in to a bar to you know, somewhere and just have a have a chat with a friend, right? So we start off each episode with a beer tasting or a beverage tasting, depending on, you know, if the person drinks alcohol or not, because not all of them do, which is totally fine. And uh and so we we do our, our beer tasting and then we just go into a conversation about whether it's uh just kind of their journey as uh in terms of mental wellness and the like what it's brought them to, you know, like what big events that it's it's created in their lives. Um and really just the idea is to have real guys doing great things with their lives on the podcast to show that you can basically grow from and move forward from any adversity that you might have in your life.
0: Yeah. And I love the format. I love that you guys start off with that, that tasting every episode. I think that that's something that makes your podcast very unique. And your, your guests, you have a wide variety of guests that come on. And so let's go into this, this tour thing that you planned that you want to do. Can you talk to me about that and, and the purpose behind that?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. And you know, this is like the big exciting thing because this is basically the foundation for uh, a much bigger adventure. And I'm really excited that you're going to be a part of that um, in terms of the, uh, you know, the the documentary that you and I are looking at at, um, doing. And uh, I don't know if we're going to get to talk about that more later, but um, so the tour is basically to uh, do it's basically to create a foundation for a network of men's groups at independent breweries around the country. So we're going to create a a partner with several different breweries around the country in major cities all over the States um, to basically create a a weekly space for guys to get together and have a uh, a mediated and guided conversation about mental wellness and uh, the things that they're dealing with at, 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 each moment in their lives. So they can actually grow through grow through that and 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 as I stutter through my sentence here. <laughs> um, but they can grow through those instances in their lives and actually create positive change in themselves and within their communities
0: it's cool that you're wanting to do something that's not just, uh, one instance, like one event. It's cool that you want to do something that can grow into a weekly thing for these communities, for the men in these communities. I think that that's really important. And I love that you wanted to make that a huge part of this, this traveling tour, uh, so that it's a more permanent thing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I think it's really important to really for us to create lasting change in our communities, you know, um, there are so many annual events and things that happen um semi regularly but the thing is i think we need to really get our the people in our communities to be more community minded again and wanting to help each other out um I, i'm all about mutual benefit um and community over competition right those are the two big things that i really try to focus on as as a business um because that's that's what creates progress right and that's on a big scale and on a small scale so if we can get the men in our communities more involved with their communities and actually aware of what's going on in their communities they can actually start to create positive change
0: yeah exactly and like i said i think that that's vital to not only what you're doing but for this this nation i think this country needs more more support as far as these individual communities go, I think that there's not enough support out there. Uh, like we kind of talked about at the beginning, for for men, espe- especially, you know, there's not enough support for them to talk about their their mental health, their mental well being, and to be able to have a place to go and to have people to talk to regularly. I think that that is extremely important, and I think that that is going to be a, a huge game changer in a bunch of men's lives.
1: Hmm. We can only hope, right? Yeah,
0: absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, let's talk a little bit about the uh, the documentary, the the next step of Into the Dark Blue.
1: Yes, uh, I'm I'm really excited about this, and you know, you and I have been kind of putting this together for several several months now, and uh, obviously been just put on hold because of COVID, and you know, just that that same old story we've been hearing for the last year now, um, <laughs> but. Uh, but yeah, like uh, you know, I'm really, I'm really excited to have you on your your vision with mine on this film to basically bring light to the need for more accessible mental health care. I'm, I'm sure many of you listening have probably struggled at times with being able to go to a therapist or find somewhere you can go to to work through your your life issues. Um, and basically, just we really want to make people more aware that we need to create something that's more sustainable for mental health so people who can't afford traditional therapy can actually find something to help um help them grow and help them learn about who they are and what they need to do to be uh, to be better humans essentially
0: yeah and can we uh talk a little bit about your education background like what is your background as far as like your education goes how did you learn to put all this together like how did you figure out like how to build a tour how to fund a tour how to find sponsors and like how did you figure all this stuff out
1: (laughs) um i mean it's been several years of trial and error in different different ways but uh, i actually have a, a business administration degree um You know, and and quite honestly, I got some good information from my from from those years in college. Um, But when it comes down to it, the functional, like the functionality of that education, is very minimal. (laughs) So there are some things where I can say, "Oh yeah, this I learned this I learned this in college." Um, And but that's actually kind of few and far between. Um, After going to college, I realized that in certain for certain um, for certain jobs and paths that we take, the degree is really just kind of, it's just a piece of paper to show somebody that you can do it. Right. Um, But a lot of it I learned uh, from, Doing youth ministry and actually creating events, community events as a youth minister and working for the YMCA in downtown Fort Worth and learning about vendor, like vendor relationships and things like that um, and learning how to do fundraising at the churches and at the YMCA and how all that works and the nonprofit world and, um, just kind of what your opportunities are as a nonprofit versus a B corporation versus a LLC. um, And just being able to know which is the right direction to go. Um, And like I said, trial and error throughout the years. Um, And a lot of it I've learned as I've actually started to turn this into a full-fledged business. So um, it's definitely an ongoing learning process.
0: Yeah. And can you talk about the, the ultimate goal for you? Uh, I mean, obviously you want, you want to help foster these, these relationships between people and foster these groups to come together. But overall, like, what's your goal as Zach? Like, what do you want to do, uh, down the line after, after you've set all this up? Like, what's the ultimate?
1: Yeah. Uh, for me, my, the the place in my life that I find the most joy is helping people helping people become a better version of who they are right um and I want to do that on a grand scale I want to create something lasting that's going to help change lives and so you know when it comes down to it at the end of the like when I'm on the deathbed (laughs) that's basically what I want to say that I've done is as played some part in creating something that is going to help change lives through hopefully several decades.
0: And for, for you, when you were creating all this stuff, like you and I, we were supposed to go out last year to do this, but then COVID hit, like what, what has COVID mm. done? Like what impact has that had on you? Do you, do you find that it has uh cause I know we talked about this off the podcast the other day when we were on the phone, like, do you think that do you think that COVID <laughs> yeah. has has helped you in a sense, or has it hurt you? Like, t- tell me a little bit more about the impact it's had on you and this whole this whole process.
1: Yeah, it's kind of a double edged sword, you know. I mean, I've had moments where I'm just like, "Oh, fucking COVID," you know, like why it, it prevented me from doing so many things, you know, it kept me from doing this and that and whatever. But just like I was telling you the other day uh, when we were talking about it, I. It's. I know it's kind of taboo to say, but I think in the long run, COVID has kind of been a, a good thing for me personally um, in terms of my growth um, and uh, especially as a business because there were a lot of things that I wasn't planning on doing before COVID, uh, such as Filing for a nonprofit status before we went on tour, you know, um, and as I once things got halted for us going out on that tour, I started doing more research and started um, realizing that, oh, well, it, legally, if I'm already a nonprofit, there's a lot more I can do in terms of uh, partnerships and donations and things like that. Um, and so that kind of prompted me to start that process, which took uh, uh, upwards of seven months to finally get completely done. After writing all the the articles in corporation, the bylaws, filling out all the applications, all of that stuff, uh, finding a board of a board, a board, yeah, finding a board, and <clears throat> putting that together. And it's a it's a much bigger process than I uh, expected it to be going into it. And so I'm definitely grateful for that aspect of it. Um, I've also been able to create a lot more of more consistent verbiage and branding and things like that, that are more appealing. And, um, so now when people see into the dark blue, they know that's into the dark blue. There's no question about it. Right. And I think without COVID, I probably would have been trying to move so fast and just like go forward, go forward, go forward and execute so I can try to build this thing that didn't actually really have a foundation yet. So now I feel like I feel very confident in the fact that I have that foundation set up. And so now that we go now when we go on tour, when we actually do go on tour, um, then it's much more sound and effective
0: absolutely yeah uh like like you said like for me also i feel like COVID has given me a chance to focus more on what i want to do and i am sure that you can say the same it's allowed you to focus more on building this instead of like you said just go 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 super fast and and almost like rush it in a sense like uh i i think that you know a lot of us have been able to slow down and really focus on what we want to do and set those goals for ourselves
1: Yes, definitely, and you know I've definitely I've seen that with you as well, and I've seen your your platform, your, your platform and your goals growing so much compared to what they were a year ago, you know, um, and just seeing that kind of clarity showing through your work.
0: Yeah, definitely, and can you? go into uh sponsors a little bit more partnerships things like that like how you fostered these relationships and how you you brought them on board and and tell everybody like who who you're working with
1: absolutely so you know it's actually been a lot of fun uh creating these partnerships with people because i when we started the podcast i refused to start without a sponsor. (laughs) Um, I was lucky enough that I had some friends who work for sheath underwear. Um, so I approached them first because I really believe in what they do. Uh, sheath underwear is a pretty innovative men's underwear. They're the first underwear company to have a dual pouch design that's anatomically correct for guys. So it kind of separates out all the bits and pieces so they're not rubbing against each other (laughs) and um so they're and they're also really focused on mental wellness and uh clarity and maintaining your physical health and so they fit they fit in pretty well with the end of the dark blue mission as, as well of just that that balanced wellness and so yeah, so I just approached, uh, approached them and talked to them about it and just told them what I was doing. And it's amazing how much you can accomplish by just being willing to send an email or um, just kind step of out, step out of your box and say, okay, if I, if I DM this person on Instagram and tell them what I'm doing, they're either going to say no or they're going to say let's talk. And if they say no, I haven't really lost anything. So that's what I started doing. Um, so yeah, started working with Sheath Underwear. And they offer a promo code uh, for for anybody who buys with Sheath Underwear. And they give a portion of that to Into the Dark Blue to help us do what we're doing, which is amazing. Um, so you can get a 25% discount on Sheath Underwear. And a portion of that goes to into the dark blue directly to into the dark blue. And then they also um, are sponsoring the tour. They're helping out with some of the funds for the tour. And on top of all that, they even paid to have t uh, t-shirts made for into the dark blue and pint glasses, and they're being sold directly from their website. And so it's a really amazing partnership with them. Uh, it's, it's so just everything they do is just quality. And I'm so proud to be working with a company like that, 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 just focuses on doing things right. So definitely appreciate Sheath Underwear. You guys can head over www.sheathunderwear.com, check them out and get that discount, buy some underwear and support men's mental wellness. Pretty good stuff.
0: Yeah, super comfy too. Like I, I bought a couple pairs with your, your discount and uh, yeah, like my favorite some of my favorite underwear like and, and the shirt is so comfy like dude like just like you said quality 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 so good
1: yeah it's that bamboo man I'm That am telling bamboo you is man
0: so, <laughs> so yeah if you guys want uh if you guys want to pick up some stuff i put <laughs> zach's code down in the description the into the dark blue uh code is in the description for you guys um so yeah who else who else are you working with
1: yeah so uh you know thankfully you turned me on to liquid death Um, those guys are also amazing. they're, they're doing some really great stuff with their, their water, their Austrian mountain water. Um, just, you know, sustainability, earth consciousness, things like that. Definitely on par with, um, with into the dark blue stuff. And, um, so we're uh, also talking to them about being on the tour with us. And, um, so you can use, my discount code or Kay's discount code, either way, just get your 10% off um, and help us both out. Um, And so uh, they're just, yeah, they're just a great company uh, to work with. I also have Stan strong, which is a suicide prevention clothing company. And the founder of that actually had, he has just an amazing story. I did an episode with him actually uh, well, two episodes because it was just so great. Um, So, His name is James and he started Stand strong basically to, uh, just kind of be a beacon of hope for people and just hoping that someday a conversation will get started over one of his t-shirts, um, that will save somebody's life essentially. Um, so you can actually get 20% off with Stand strong and, uh, you know, prevent help, help with suicide prevention. Um, and then who else I'm trying to think. We work with Movember, but they're not actually a sponsor, but Movember is an amazing company in terms of uh, men's, mental, men's wellness in general, but they're focusing a lot more on, on men's mental wellness uh, more recently and starting some more year-round projects to help to um, bring more attention to the men's mental wellness space, which is pretty amazing.
0: Awesome. Yeah. I just wanted to hear more about like sponsors and stuff. And you also said uh hope for the day.
1: Yes. So, uh, yeah, just, you know, the crazy thing is the more I get into this, the more I make these connections, uh, with just really amazing organizations. Um, and uh, just real quick before I go into that, because that's going to be more important. Also, for Sigmatic, if you guys like mushroom wellness, uh, for Sigmatic you can get fifteen percent off with them. Um, the promo code across the board is Dark Blue, all caps, Dark Blue with all these companies. Um, so, Hope for the Day. Uh, yes, I I got connected with Hope for the Day through a oddly enough through one of the breweries during the little Texas mini tour that I did in November, uh, which was amazing, by the way. Um, But we did a little mini tour, and one of the breweries we stopped stopped at called Funky Picnic, the owner of that brewery actually recommended for me to do a panel discussion with an organization called craftbeerprofessionals.org. And they're doing a lot of really cool things surrounding uh, diversity in the craft beer space, mental wellness in the craft beer space, uh, talking, opening up conversations about addiction and how, and that's what the panel I did was on is addiction in the craft beer space and how we are being responsible as breweries, as advocates, things like that, and helping keep people uh, safe uh, and keeping their addiction or potential addictions in, in check. So she recommended me for that, that panel. And, uh, the founder of the craft beer professionals recommended me to hope for the day, um, which is an amazing suicide prevention organization. Um, and we are in the process of talking about doing some things together as well. Um, And then another organization called the the Better Drinking Culture, uh, which their mission is to essentially help to create a better, um, help to create a better relationship with alcohol in terms of how much, just just like of trying to avoid overconsumption and also breaking the whole peer pressure, uh, peer pressure culture surrounding alcohol and. This whole oh well you know you can drink another one or whatever and just like that kind of pushing people to overdo it um, and so they're trying to help get rid of that and so yeah just really connecting with some amazing 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 organizations um, doing some pretty great things so
0: after doing all these podcasts doing this little mini tour do you have a favorite beer that you've tried?
1: <laughs> um, Oh man, that's, you know, that's a really big question. Uh, the craft beer world is so big and there's so many options. Um, and you know, truly something I could talk about for several hours, uh, just about just how everything is done and, uh, different countries and all of this. But one of my favorite breweries, um, they just make a really clean beer. Um, it's, it is what it, they say it is. You never have to like guess as to what you're going to get um but it's a brewery called obetz brewing in seattle washington and they have actually their porter number three is one of my all-time top favorite beers it's just the perfect porter and uh if i could have that in my fridge all the time i absolutely would
0: (laughs) awesome Awesome. Yeah, I just had to know because I know that you've done, you know, tons of episodes and I, I was super curious about that. Um, so thank you for sharing that. And if you guys are in Seattle, definitely go check out that brewery when you get a chance. Um, and then have you have you had any challenges during this time that you've had to overcome?
1: Oh, man, uh, that's that's a, that's a another big question for sure. You know, it's been uh it's it's just had its moments i think one of the big one of the big ones is uh financial challenges um and i'm sure so many of us have have faced so many different financial challenges over the last year especially as freelancers entrepreneurs things like that like it's so dependent on being able to get out there and actually do stuff um and work with people and so yeah so i had a a budget for last year that essentially got largely blown um by having to stay in Seattle longer than i expected i had left my job in on january 22nd of last year my full time corporate job um i had left that in january and then in february covid kind of started hitting in March I had, I went to Ireland. I had a two week trip planned in Ireland to kind of do some market research there and learn a bit about the like drinking culture and men's mental wellness in Ireland, as well as have a little bit of fun, of course. And, uh, so I was in Ireland when I found out that everything was going to go on lockdown and, while my friends and family were all worried about whether I was going to make it back to the states or not <laughs> i was worried about what's going to happen with my business because it was very clear to me that things were about to change pretty drastically and so i had to really start evaluating and starting to make some some changes as to how i was going to do things um And I know, Kay, you and I actually had some conversations around that because I was still trying to go on tour and I was still trying to like, I want to make this happen. Let's do this. Um, And it just became more and more apparent that that wasn't going to be an option. Um, So that was definitely a big struggle last year.
0: We've all we've all learned that, you know, we have to figure out how to pivot. But uh, go ahead and continue. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah absolutely it's all about those pivots um but but yeah you know and I, and i think it's like also just kind of typical typical struggles in kind of going outside the box and doing things that other people aren't really doing um and just that self-consciousness kind of settles in sometimes and that fear that like is this gonna work am i gonna fail and what am i gonna do if i fail <laughs> you know
0: mm-hmm Absolutely.
1: So there were definitely some difficult days around that. And just, you know, just sometimes I would spend like a full day in just hold up in my room, just thinking, am I doing the right thing? What do I need to do next to make sure that I don't just completely flounder in the middle of all this? Um, And just having to separate myself from the rest of the world to just get my head straight and start moving forward instead of getting stuck in the insecurities.
0: What is something you know now that you wish you knew when you started all of this?
1: That's a great question. And the funny thing is I knew you were going to ask me this because I've listened to several of your episodes. Um, (laughs) But I think I would just say, I would say to, I wish I would have known to do my research and lay that groundwork. Because I do think that I spent a lot of time focusing on trying to be at my goal before I ran the race.
0: And I I love that you've, like we talked about earlier, I love that you kind of had the opportunity over the past year to lay that foundation and lay that groundwork. I think that's super important. And I think that's going to carry you farther than than it would have if you hadn't had the chance to do that. So, I mean, congratulations on everything, and I'm super looking forward to doing stuff with you and creating this content with you, and I think that it's going to be super life-changing for a lot of people, and I think what you're doing is absolutely fantastic. So, if people want to uh, listen to Into the Dark Blue, or if they want to get involved, if they want to support you in some way, where can they find you online, and how can people support you further?
1: Absolutely. We, so we got several options there. So if you go to www.intothedarkblue.com, you'll find everything you need. Um, the podcast is there right on the website. You can listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all those major listening platforms. Um, if you're interested in supporting our mission, obviously you can go to our sponsor websites, use promo code darkblue, um, and those sponsors do contribute a portion to our, to our, our mission. Uh, we also have a Patreon and a GoFundMe fundraiser, um, as well as just our merchandise, our shirts and, and pint glasses that you can buy, and all of those proceeds for those things go directly to Into the Dark Blue. And last, of course, you can just contact me directly uh, if you want to make a direct uh, one-time, one-time contribution to what we're doing. Uh, and then... Obviously, when we come to your city, just show up, be there, come hang out with us, Uh, come check out our men's groups. We actually have virtual men's groups every first Thursday of the month at 8 p.m. Central Time. Uh, Just get on our Instagram and you can find the Zoom ID and passcode to be part of those. And uh, just bring a beverage and come hang out and talk about life.
0: Well, guys, that was my episode with Zach Jewell of Into the Dark Blue. Thank you, Zach, for coming on the Project Freelance podcast and sharing your challenges with people, the things you've overcome, everything about Into the Dark Blue, your goals, what you're doing over the next year or so. And I'm super excited to be working with Zach. So if you guys want to follow his journey or the things we're doing together, hit up Into the Dark Blue on social media, hit up the website. I put all the links down in the description for you guys. If you enjoyed this episode, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, please leave a rating and feedback, and if you do that, take a screenshot, send it to me at Project Freelance on Instagram or Twitter, and we will get you a signed photo print. If you are a new listener or you're not subscribed to the podcast, please hit that subscribe button so you get notified every time there's a new episode out, which, by the way, is every Monday at 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, just in time for your Monday morning commute. I wanted to put these out on Mondays because like I said, Monday morning commutes are pretty brutal and it's always nice to have something to listen to that's motivational. So that's why I set the podcast to come out on Mondays instead of any other day during the week. If you're looking for more content to listen to, Project Freelance has got your back. There are hundreds of episodes out at this point. And if you guys want to listen to more, take a scroll through the Project Freelance podcast and see who else I've had on the show. Take a listen to a few more episodes. Let me know what you guys think. And I will talk to you next week on Project Freelance with my guest, Richard Rogers, who is the vocalist, one of the vocalists for the band Secrets. We'll be talking about how he went from uh, nothing to being signed to a label and then to be touring full-time and then when COVID hit to not be touring at all. So if you guys want to hear that episode, definitely come back next week. And stay tuned for Project Freelance, guys. Stay strong, keep enduring, go out, and go create something.